Hello beautiful angel and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tailored Life Podcast. I am so fucking excited about this episode today because it is very alive and inspired and activated inside of me and I know that you are going to receive so much value from it because I just had massive breakthroughs around this exact topic and concept and when you receive the transmissions and the codes and the realizations and you allow yourself to reflect on the ways that this could be impacting and influencing your experience it's going to change your fucking life and so the reason why i'm recording this podcast episode today is literally because it was inspired by my partner scott this morning i woke up and he was like get ready to have your mind blown and something that we do together within our relationship that is one of the core pillars of our personal development and growth that we do not only individually but within our partnership and we you know utilize each other as mirrors is the gene keys and if you have not heard of the gene keys before oh my god it is it is I can't even, I don't even have words to describe it, but it is a really fucking powerful way to see yourself. And the mantra and the meaning behind the gene keys is essentially embracing your higher purpose. And so there are 64 gene keys that, you know, every single one of us can relate to and the activations that come with them and so the way that the gene keys work is that you specifically based on your astrology your unique authentic human design you're going to have what is called your hologenetic profile and within your hologenetic profile you're going to have a set of different gene keys and they're going to be placed within different parts of your chart that will indicate the type of growth that you get to go through within that area of your life and so there's three different sequences and i could do a whole ass episode on gene keys and talking about them and how to break down your chart and all of that jazz but it's like one of those things that when you learn how to use them and when you learn how to implement them into your life your whole fucking world is going to expand and evolve in the best ways possible because you start to understand yourself on a deeper level that makes sense as to why you experience the things that you do, why you see certain patterns in your life, why your relationships are the way that they are, why your money is the way that it is, why your life is the way that it is, why you see these patterns, why you feel called to the things that you do, why you're passionate about the things that you do and like your soul's higher calling and purpose. And so I fucking love Gene Keys even more than human design because it's like a blueprint on who you authentically are and the things that you get to grow and evolve through through the entirety of your life. So it is one of the foundational keys to self-mastery and becoming your higher self in this lifetime. So I'm very deeply invested and passionate about them and I'm so grateful because I have a partner to essentially mirror all of these things inside of me because the journey of Gene Keys, like, well, yes, you can absolutely do it on your own, I feel that having someone to challenge you and go deep with you and reflect back to you and ask you questions and to really see you through the lens of truth is that much more enlightening and empowering. And so Scott and I have been on this journey of really understanding our own gene keys and through the mirror of relationship, we're able to really go deep with each other. 
And so we're in one of the stages of the Gene Keys hologenetic profile called the Venus Sequence. And the Venus Sequence is all around relationships. One of my core beliefs is that your relationships are always a mirror of the relationship going on inside of you. So how we relate to something external of us is always going to be a reflection on the beliefs and thoughts that we have about that thing. So the way that you relate to anything is always a reflection of what's going on inside of you. And so there's so many layers and nuances to this, but one of the gene keys that we were going into today is around commitment. So it's the 29th gene key. And if you ever get the gene keys book, you can always go into any gene key that you really want to. Um, that's one of the ways that we do it because I don't have the 29th gene key, nor does Scott have the 29th gene key in her profile, but it is one of the core foundations of the Venus sequence, which is why we went into reading it. And so as we were reading it together, we we're having all of these like downloads and epiphanies and realizations about this and how it pertains to our lives and the success that we have in our businesses in our finances and our relationships just in our own personal growth and he and i are both devoted to the path of self-mastery and so one of the things that i've realized that is going to come through as like my own transmission relative to this gene key and of course like go read it for yourself if you feel called to or trust that this is enough because you're receiving it through my own lens and perspective and experience it in a way that feels aligned with you so the way that the gene keys work is that there is a gene key with the number and it will have the shadow state which is the essentially like lower ego expression that's in a way that we're not always seeing and so with any shadow once we shine light on it we can see how it manifests in our lives however if we don't see it, it is unconsciously manifesting. And if you listen to this podcast, we are here to create our lives by design and not by default, which is one of the reasons why I fucking love the gene keys, because you can understand your unconscious patterns. And when you see, oh, this is inside of me and let me see the way that it's manifesting in my life and actually take ownership and responsibility for it, you can claim your power back and then consciously create your life. So we get to do this with all shadows. The shadow is not bad. It's not something to shame and judge. It's not something that we reject or get rid of. It's something that we embrace as an aspect of who we are and we can see where, when, and how we do it in our lives. And rather than making ourselves wrong for it, we reclaim our power and recognize that there is a gift in every single shadow, which is the next piece of it. So there is a gift in every single shadow and the highest expression of it is the city. So the city is like the energetic enlightened state of it, but essentially the way that we're working with the gene keys is to move from the shadow into the gift. And so whenever I recognize myself within a shadow that's in my gene key, I see what it's trying to show me and ask, how can I move through the shadow into the gift? Because there's so much self-awareness and recognition of our smallness or our self-sabotage or our wounded belief systems that come through in the shadow. And so we obviously have shadows that we have 
developed within this lifetime based on conditioning, based on programming, based on experiences, based on trauma, based on, you know, projections that people have had. And your shadow is essentially anything that you deem as bad or wrong that unconsciously manifests in our lives. An example of this would be if you are, if as a child, you were told that money is bad or making money makes you a bad person or money is evil, right? Just say someone, one of your parents said that to you as a kid. You're going to have a unconscious belief system that says making money is bad. And so your shadow is money is bad. However, you have a desire to make money. However, you fucking believe that making money is bad. So you might sabotage yourself from making money because underneath it all you feel bad or you feel wrong for having it and so the shadow is essentially something that we have as either a desire or something that is an expression of us that we have deemed bad or wrong due to programming due to conditioning that we've experienced in our lives same thing goes for expressing an aspect of yourself An example of this might be, you know, for me, I felt shame for past experiences or past decisions that I've made. And so the other way that shadows show up is through triggers. It could be through the way that someone else is expressing themselves that triggers something inside of you. Or it could be a fear of someone seeing something inside of you because you've suppressed this thing so deeply that there's like a fear of being found out or a fear of being seen in a certain way. And These things may be suppressed so much that we get triggered any time that someone either expresses it or goes near it, or they may be so suppressed that they unconsciously manifest, and that shows up in forms of like self-sabotage, and we don't realize until after the fact. And so by bringing awareness and understanding to our shadows, we're able to not only acknowledge them, and have awareness around them, but we're able to accept them and alchemize them. And so this process with integrating our shadow is by first understanding where it manifests, how it manifests, and then rather than judging it and making it wrong, we accept it and then we can alchemize it. And the alchemy of it is the integration process. It's when you reclaim this part of yourself and you own it and you love it and you allow it to express in a healthy way and my belief is that if we do this as a society we are all going to recognize how much control that we actually have over our lives and this is a huge part of allowing ourselves to be seen even in the shit that we judge about ourselves even in the shit that we feel like is wrong even if the shit that we feel like is bad or it's not okay like one of the realizations that so many of my clients have had in the past is that after they share something with me that they used to feel so much shame and wrongness for that they automatically feel free they're like oh I do have permission to be this or I do have permission to feel this or it is okay for me to express this or it is okay for me to think this. I'm not bad. You know, we have the voice in our head that's constantly judging us for what we think and feel and what happens is it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until we either sabotage something in our lives because this feeling and shadow and desire has gotten so fucking big that we lose control to it or... 
we end up just feeling so hollow and disconnected because we're not allowing ourselves to be seen for the truth of who we are. And I see this so deeply in relationships, like my relationship with past partners. And I've also seen it in my relationship now because we're so committed to becoming the higher version of ourselves in relationship that also means that we're willing to see and love and embrace the shadows and the desires and the challenges and the wounds within our partner and rather than shaming them or making them wrong we can love them and accept them and say hey this part of you is allowed to exist and then what happens is on the other side there's an integration and a new level of wholeness that comes back to your humanness so little Taylor talk tangent there I'm going to circle back to the origination of why I'm bringing this up in the first place which is this 29th this 29th gene key the shadow is half-heartedness what is half-heartedness okay so I took so many notes here and I'm going to try to start by first and foremost talking about what this even means and so half-heartedness is essentially the lack of commitment it's like I'm kind of in but I'm not all the way in it's like let me see what happens it's like you're dipping your toes in but you're not going all the way in and we can see how this manifests in our lives it's like we're half present but we're not all the way there we're gonna like see what happens but we're not all in all the way the gift is commitment and i have chills when i talk about commitment because it's one of the things that creates fucking magic and success in our lives and so one of the things that richard rudd which is the the channel and the author of the gene keys so he talks about and it says in here that success is commitment and luck in combination commitment creates luck and i'm going to share a couple of stories about how this has manifested in my life and you know one of the things that i talk about in the podcast and in my brand is that we can create our lives by design and not by default When we are half-ass committed, we are actually creating our lives by default. We are falling into this pattern of victimhood. And the way that I see default is victimhood. It's feeling like you're not in control. It feels like you're not the creator of your life. It feels like you're not the one who's making choices. And so often we are afraid of making commitments because we're afraid of what's going to happen. What's going to happen if I make the wrong decision? What's going to happen if I fail? What's going to happen if, you know, I say yes to this thing, but then it doesn't work out what's going to happen if you know i decide this but then it this thing happens and we're so fear-based that we don't even actually commit and so we're actually half-hearted in our commitment which then actually validates all of the things that you are so fucking afraid of and the energy of our commitment is what creates the success where you commit from is what's going to determine the manifestation of the commitment and commitment is a decision and commitment is going all in on something it's not just saying yes to something because you feel like you should it's not saying yes to something because you have pressure or expectation or obligation or anything it's the i feel this inside of myself and i'm going to say yes to this no matter what happens no matter what happens commitment is a no matter what energy and no matter what doesn't mean forever no matter what means it's followed through all the way till the end it's followed through until completion 
and you don't know when that completion is. However, if we commit out of half-heartedness and we eject, which means we stop before we get to the completion of this thing, we end up manifesting that somewhere else in our lives. What this looks like is, you know, my half-ass, half-heartedness commitment to previous relationships meant that when something came up and it got really hard or really triggering or I couldn't do it anymore, I felt like I couldn't do it anymore, I ejected. And ejecting means you leave when things are challenging and you don't learn the lesson. What happens is you end up having to complete that lesson again somewhere else. So what this looked like for me is when I was in a relationship and it was like, this is just too hard for me and I don't want to keep doing this. I'm just going to eject out of this because, you know, I'm getting triggered here and I don't want this trigger. So it's this person's fault. So I just end up leaving. What happens is my next fucking relationship is the same person, different face because I didn't complete the lessons of that previous relationship. So then they have to manifest in the next thing. Same thing goes with your business. Same thing goes with your money. Same thing goes with launching. You get to complete the lesson of this commitment. And if you don't complete the lesson, it gets to manifest itself somewhere else. And then we feel like we don't trust ourselves. We don't believe in ourselves. We don't have self-confidence. We don't have self-worth because when things get hard, we get out. And so I want to share a couple of stories of how commitment for me has created fucking magic in my life and that commitment is the thing that actually creates miracles. So I started my business in 2018 and I felt this deep calling in the middle of like 2019 that I'm like, I am here to be a coach. I am here to make a difference in the world. I am here to live a life that is out of the ordinary. It's not what everybody else has done. It's not what everybody else is like, you know, it's not the expectations that society has put on me because I lived this life. You know, I did the life where I get the guy, get the house, get the job, get the money, get the car, get the things like the matrix, the matrix lifestyle and the mediocre lifestyle. I did that. I created that. I found that. And I'm like, I am so unfulfilled. And so my heart had this deep calling into impact, growth, evolution, purpose, my dream fucking life. And I felt that calling. And that calling came with a commitment, the commitment to go all in on it. And I remember hearing this quote from Tony Robbins, and I've referenced it many times before, including this podcast, that when you burn the boats and take the island and you stop entertaining the possibility, like you're not making room for a plan B and you go all fucking in, your success is inevitable. Your success is inevitable because you were all in on it and it does not fucking matter what happens along the way, how many challenges you face, how many failures you have, how many times it looks like it's not fucking working because you're all in and you're so committed to the thing. You are so committed to the thing. I became so fucking committed becoming the best life coach I possibly could, creating a lifestyle of freedom, creating a business that led purpose and growth and evolution. I was so committed to that, that when I quit my job, when I quit my job 
and my lease ended and I had to move back home in with my mom. I had a credit card debt of over $4,000 and I had no money coming in. I had no money in my bank account. Instead of saying, it's a sign from the universe that it's not working and this means that I should just go back to getting a job, I said, no, I am committed. I am committed to making this work and I don't give a fuck what my circumstances look right now. I am so deeply committed that I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep evolving into the version of myself that I've committed to for myself. Well, what happened? Magic, miracles, moments coming along the way, opportunities, clients, abundance, all of these things that happened along the way that I was like, okay, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. I'm going to keep believing in my dream regardless of what my circumstances look like right now. And I kept fucking going. Same thing happened. I committed to creating $100,000 in one year in my business. Have I ever done that before? No, never had I done that before. But I made such a strong commitment that I am going to do this. First month, I make $2,000. Second month, $3,000. Next month, $2,000. I could have made that mean that I can't do this. It's not working out. So maybe I should just settle for what is. Maybe I should just be happy with what is. But no, I did not give up. I knew that my success was inevitable. This commitment was inevitable. I needed to make this happen. And so I kept showing up. I kept believing in myself. I kept going. That next month, $16,000 in one month. And it went up from there. And then by the end of the year, $111,000 made in my business. I blew my fucking mind. Did it go the way that I expected it to go? Fuck no. Fuck no. If I had such a stringent, restricted, strict plan for how it was supposed to go in order to make me feel secure, I wouldn't have made it. However, commitment actually means surrender. Commitment means surrender, that your desires are manifesting and that every single thing that shows up along the way is an initiation for you to become the version of yourself that can actually hold your desires. And instead of making the obstacles or challenges or failures or uncertainties mean that you can't have it or mean that it's not working out for you or mean that you're not good enough or mean that maybe you're meant to do something else, Make it mean that this is happening for you. This is happening for you, not to you, right? It's that exact same fucking mindset. This is happening for me to become the best fucking version of myself. And if you let every single challenge, every single obstacle, every single thing that shows up along the way become an initiation of evolution, boom, you're going to become a higher version of yourself, right? Same thing goes with your relationships, right? When I half-ass committed to relationships, any little trigger, any little thing that showed up along the way was like a reason to leave. It was a reason to get out. It was like, oh, you know, he's not the one. Of course, I knew he wasn't the one from the very fucking beginning. I wasn't committed all the way. However, in my relationship now, it's like, I, regardless, this is the truth for me, is I was so committed to having the relationship of my dreams. Like I knew that one day in my life, 
I'm going to be a successful speaker. I'm going to have a million dollar business. I'm going to have my dream home living on the lake surrounded by trees with my person and my kids. That is the life that I see as my highest timeline. That is the version of myself that I'm so committed to becoming. I know that that is inevitable. I know that is inevitable. And I also know that every single thing that shows up along the way is helping me become that version of myself. However, there have been times where I've gotten distracted. There have been times where I have, you know, had my heart broken. There have been times where I like convinced myself that I couldn't do it. And I lost sight of the vision. And I lost sight of the vision. And the truth underneath all of it, you know, looking back in hindsight, where I can see that like every single thing that showed up along the way, every single strong commitment that I made helped me become that version of myself more and more and more. Any time that I half-hearted myself into something because I felt like I should, I felt like I needed to, I felt like it could be it, I ended up hurting myself more. I ended up going through more pain. But when I go all fucking in on something, it's everything I need and more. It's everything I need and more. And so one of the things that he references to here, if you act with half-heartedness, you might as well not act at all. Because half-hearted commitment keeps you a victim of fate. Hear that again. If you act with half-heartedness, you might as well not act at all. Because half-hearted commitment keeps you a victim to fate and you always feel like you're out of control so whenever I just like went with the flow of life I didn't have a clear vision or direction or maybe I went through trauma or pain or failure or something happened along the way and I made it mean that I couldn't have what I want or I made it mean that I wasn't going to be successful or I made it mean that I didn't make the right decision then I just felt like I was out of flow like I was just fucking tossed around by life and I felt like a victim to the universe and one of the things that I've realized is that with half-heartedness you're gonna have a constant struggle and concern and worry around if you made the right decision or not so if you've ever said yes to something out of like a half-hearted commitment which is essentially like let me see what happens you know let me see where this goes. Let me see if this is the right thing. You know, maybe I'm going to try it out. Let's just see what happens. It's like this. Let's just see what happens. You're going to constantly feel this wondering and fear and doubt around if you made the right decision. And then any single time that you experience struggle or uncertainty or challenge along the way, you might be looking for a sign of an out. You know, I've done this in past relationships. I've done this with past offers in my business. I've done this with like houses and all the things. Like I made it mean like maybe it's not the right thing. Maybe it's not meant for me. Maybe I can't have it. Rather than staying the fucking course and saying no matter what happens, I'm all in on the thing that I desire. I'm all in on the thing that I desire. And so I've done this with like my business. I'm like, I know inevitably I'm going to be a fucking millionaire inevitably like there is no doubt in my being I don't know when that's gonna happen I don't know how that's gonna happen I just know it's gonna fucking happen 
inevitably, I fucking knew no matter what, I'm going to be married to the love of my life. I'm going to have the best fucking relationship. I've been through a lot of heartbreak along the way. I had a lot of relationships that didn't actually get there. And so there's moments in time where I was like, well, maybe I'm not meant for love. Maybe I can't have it. But then literally the moment that I made the decision, the moment that I made the commitment to myself of remembering that even though I've had these relationships that have ended in heartbreak and distress and all of these things, I am so fucking committed. I am so committed. I am so done with fucking around. I am so done with these relationships that are not it. I am so fucking done. I made that strong commitment to myself the next fucking day I met Scott, who was so committed to the exact same thing that I am. So committed to me. So committed to building the exact same life, the exact same vision. Like we have the exact same mission, vision, values, alignment in our lives. And we also know that like whatever comes up along the way, whatever challenges, whatever things show up along the way are helping us become that version of ourselves that we see. And if along the way it gets too hard and we feel like we can't hang and we eject, we just know that we're going to repeat that somewhere else in a different relationship. And so there's this deep level of devotion to ourselves, to becoming the higher version of ourselves in this relationship, because we both have this deep understanding that, hey, everything that shows up along the way is helping us become that higher version of ourselves. And if one of us decides that we can't hang in the growth and we decide to eject out of the relationship, you know, we're just breaking that commitment to ourselves. We're breaking that commitment to ourselves. And it's going to repeat somewhere else. Because the thing about commitment is that the cycle needs to complete itself all the way. And so if you ever see these patterns repeating in your life, it's because you're not following things through until the end. And we know when we meet the end. We know when we meet the end of a cycle. Whether you commit to something, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a business endeavor, whether it's a friendship, anything along the way, when you say yes from that full yes place within yourself there's a place where you meet where you're like I just feel complete I feel complete and the completion doesn't come with a trigger the completion doesn't come with a feeling of I can't do this anymore the completion doesn't come with a like I've had enough it's like a I've arrived I've learned everything that I've needed to learn here I've become a better version of myself and now I feel complete And it's this easy transition out. And I had that in a couple previous relationships that were very different. You know, it was like, you know, we've learned and grown through everything that we needed to together here. And so we're going to have a conscious ending. We're just going to move on. And it was, it was not easy, but it was a clear knowing that was a mutual commitment to our next cycle in our becoming the higher version of ourselves. And so you get to trust that as long as your commitment is to becoming the highest version of yourself, that every single thing that shows up along the way is an initiation for you to become the best version of yourself. And so I look at this in terms of coaching, right? My investments that I've made into coaching containers the ones that came into being like mind-blowing magical experiences were me saying, I know and I feel in my heart that this is the next right step for me. 
And even though my circumstances don't look like they're supporting me, even though my circumstances don't look like they are, you know, going to support this decision that I'm making, I'm all in on this anyways. And when we make that deep, deep level of commitment, the universe orchestrates to support you in bringing your desires to life. And of course, you also have to go through this initiation within yourself. That means challenging the old beliefs, the old stories, the doubts, the behaviors that are keeping you on the path of what you were and inviting you to rise into the next level version of you that's all in on what you desire and what you dream of for yourself. And when you make that decision and you commit all fucking in, what happens is you align with a new timeline. You have a fucking quantum leap into a whole new reality because you're all in on it. And so anyone that you see that's created success in their life, it's because they didn't give up when things got challenging. They didn't give up when things looked like they weren't working. They didn't give up when things got hard. They didn't give up when things were uncertain. And the exact same thing went for this house and this investment that I made into myself. You know, when you do things from this place of certainty and commitment in your authentic vision, your authentic truth and what you're here to create and manifest within this lifetime, and it's not coming from societal pressures or obligations or what you feel like you should do or have to do or any of those like limiting stories, but from this heartfelt desire When you go all in on that, you see magic in your life. Magic. But when you do something because you're afraid or you feel like you have to, that's when you meet challenges. When you do something half-hearted and you're kind of in, that's when you meet turbulence. That's when you meet cycles. That's when you meet these patterns. That's when you meet these like, like, it's fucking hard and challenging. And so... One of the other stories that I want to share with you guys is, you know, with this house, it was one of those things that we got here and we were like, we could see it and feel it and know it, that it was like, this is our house. This is our house. Like, absolutely, this is our house. However, what happened was when we applied, different people got chosen for it. However, we did not fucking give up. We didn't give up. We were like, this is our house. And Scott had such a firm certainty that it's like, we're going to be living here and we could see it and visualize it and know that like, this is our highest timeline as of right now. And so we ended up holding the faith and I had moments where along the way I was like doubting and I was going through such like so many stories coming up about like why I don't get the things that I want and like why I can't have it. But you know, one of the things about having accountability and relationships and like that mirror for your highest possibility and whether that's like your partner or whether that's your mentor or your coach or even people that are in you're in a mastermind with like all of those people get to be mirrors for you to continue to stay accountable to your highest vision and your highest timeline because they know that along the way is the initiation and what's one of the things that I constantly remind my clients of too is that like Everything that happens along the way is happening for you to become this version of you that you've intended to. There's a reason why things come up along the way and it's not to stop you. It's not to distract you. It's not to convince you that this path isn't for you. It's to help you see all of the beliefs, all of the fears, all of the doubts, all of the stories, all of the stuff that's getting in the way of you actually manifesting the things that you want. Because When we make a declaration, when we make a decision, when we set a desire into motion, 
We must become a better version of ourselves. And your universe is going to test you to see if you can become that version of yourself along the way. And if you let those challenges, let those circumstances, let the obstacles convince you that you can't, you're going to keep repeating the same cycle again and again and again. But if you keep showing up with certainty and commitment, you're going to show yourself what you're capable of. I had to do that when I had my 100K year. I had to do that with a coaching container that I didn't think I'd be able to pay for, but ended up falling all the way through on and meeting into completion. And holy shit, my business blew up. I became the best version of myself. I learned and grew grew so much along the way. Same thing with relationships. Same thing with this house. You know, all of these different areas that I notice and I look back in hindsight that yes, commitment was the thing that created magic and miracles. Commitment is the key to manifesting all of your desires. And so when you feel this pull or this knowingness within yourself that like this is the next step for me and you trust it and you go all in on it, even when it doesn't look like it's not working, you hold this steadiness within yourself. What's going to happen is you are going to manifest in a way that blows your freaking mind. You're going to manifest in a way that blows your mind and shows you what you are actually capable of in this lifetime. (sighs) So remember too, there's another piece that I want to share with this is there's a difference between commitment and overcommitment. Overcommitment is staying after completion. Overcommitment is staying because you feel like you should. We're staying because you're afraid of what's going to happen. We're staying committed to something and essentially self-abandoning or self-sacrificing. And I think we've all done this at moments in our journey where we know that it's time to go and we know that it's time to move on, but out of shame or fear or guilt or obligation, you end up staying in something and it ends up hurting you even more than it would have if you had just moved on. So choose to trust and choose to listen to the truth in your heart and follow that feeling inside of you that's calling you into more of what it is that you are here for. All right, my friends, thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it on your socials. Tag me at Taylor the Life Coach. And we finally have an Instagram for the Tailored Life podcast. So please share that. Get more people listening because it really, really helps with getting the messages out there. And I am so grateful for you being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your growth and your commitment to your evolution. I see you. I'm so proud of you. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day.